Hi guys, join us as we dive deeper into our serenity as we feature some of our favorite and thought-provoking voices within the metaphysical and holistic practices community around the world. We'll sit down and chat with wellness advocates, hypnotherapists, conscious businesses, teachers of self-exploration, and those that work with the beyond. Who will we chat with next? Tune in with us. Hi guys, this is Natalie and I've got Dawn with me today. We are so thrilled to be interviewing the concept artist and graphic illustration artist named Kimora, also going by online Art Soldier 77. Thank you for joining us today. Kimora, we're so happy to have you on the show. I'm so pleased to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So we both were just over the moon with your art. So we're going to we're going to jump right in. We want to know where the name Art Soldier 77 came from. Well, uh, I was trying to find a way to sort of quantify how I see myself within within my identity and this idea of art being a means of sort of standing for what one believes in or sort of fighting for identity, you know, through creative expression. Um, this idea of being a soldier who projects ideas through creativity, you know, and trying to bring beauty into the world and trying to bring light into the world and trying to being, you know, intelligent design into the world. Um, this idea of being a soldier who's pushing forth against these sort of standards of how things quote unquote should be as opposed to how things could be. So more of just like a, you know, pressing forward, pressing mm -hmm. on, you know, and also I come from a Christian background. So it's kind of like the whole Christian shoulder, Christian shoulder kind of thing, you know. That's cool. Okay. That's I cool. like yeah. it. I like it too. When I saw your art, I immediately told Donna, I was like, we have to interview her. Like this art is unlike anything I've seen before. So if you could describe your art style to the listeners who haven't yet seen it, they're going to see it after this. They're all going to want to look at it after this, but can you describe it in your own words, what your personal art style is? Well, I have a couple different, um, sort of, I should I say, variations and styles. If you look on my website, audrestillsor77.com, um, I have some of my, um, some pieces from my sci-fi series called Socrates. A lot of that stuff is more free flowing lines that are super detailed, sort of hyper detailed in a futuristic kind of way. And then if you're looking at my transmigration series, I have a lot of sort of curvy energy lines sort of expressing consciousness and these sort of pathways of communication between souls and nodes of consciousness, if you will. So mm -hmm. I, I like this idea of expressing energy and thought and uh, communication through curved and detailed and sort of interpenetrated lines, if you will. Yeah, I would, I would say like, that doesn't even begin to <laughs> scratch the surface of Kamora's work. Um, it is really just something to, to take in. Yes. And, uh, well, the consciousness in your art, uh, you were just talking about the, the, uh, the transmigration series. I absolutely am in love with everything. I see a lot of higher self. I see just the expression of consciousness mm -hmm. and, you know, um, the way that the energy flow of that series. So, so I, I'm curious how you, you, you really have managed to capture consciousness in your art. Like, yes, we're getting really woo, guys. Like, yeah, we're so, gonna get, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. get so, woo with this. So, so think about it like this. You know, I in two thousand, late the end of two thousand sixteen, um, 
I was at sort of a crossroads where I was trying to figure out uh, my next sort of step as far as my spiritual journey is concerned. Um, in 2017, I started experimenting with uh, deep meditation and a couple other techniques to sort of connect my mind with higher consciousness. Um, Easter Sunday of 2017, my wife and I had a major metaphysical experience. Um, up until then, I started remembering this vision from when I was a child. And I wasn't sure if it was like a movie that I saw or or what it was. So I asked my dad, I'm like, did we watch this weird science fiction movie when I was little? And what it basically was, was this black man with um, a white beard and the pyramids and a dark sky is what it basically was. Um, and in trying to remember that, I felt like my spirit guides were trying to connect me with who I am at my core. And they were using that image as sort of a pathway to sort of help me remember what I was supposed to be doing here. Um, as I began to study concepts in reincarnation and past life regression and consciousness in general, I started getting this idea that maybe souls are like nodes in the vast sea of consciousness, okay. interconnected <laughs> to various pathways, right? So okay. this idea of having these lines that are coming from the sort of light nodes that exist in these different beings that I'm drawing these um, soul shells or astral shells, um, it's this idea that maybe we are all connected through a sort of I don't know, motherboard sort of construct in a sense. Mm. So in, in, in doing that and using color and color vibration, using line structure, using line connectivity, um, you can sort of give the impression of how one might think of how we might be, you know, uh, I, I shall I say, um, you know, consciously connected. Uh, mm. and, and the cool thing about doing it through visual art is that you can put your own energy into it as long as your intention is fused with every line and every stroke that you're putting down on your paper or on your screen or whatever you're drawing on. That's kind of what drew me to your art. You said a keyword there. You said it's kind of like a motherboard. And for me, I'm very into sci-fi and I have no idea why. It's just something I gravitate towards. And I'm very into geometric shapes. Mm -hmm. And I saw so many <laughs> geometric shapes in your art. And so the motherboard uh, kind of speaks to me when you when you speak of it like that. Think of it like this, too. I mean, I don't want to take up too much time, but think of it like this. I mean, what if, you know, geom geometric shapes or sacred geometry, what if that is, there was these sort of like source codes or what are those sort of like the mm -hmm. base base constructs through which we are able to develop communication styles? So those are the build if those are the building blocks then you figure everything at a sort of core level might be structured from the, uh, you know, the primitives, standard primitives mm -hmm. and such, you know, so and you, you kind of, in, in my opinion, it kind of makes sense to kind of base everything on that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think, you know, especially with the, um, with the shapes, um, I'm very into, um, you know, the, the, shapes that they have that are in cheese shells and all of the the novel shapes um yeah. the fibonacci um yeah. i definitely love that kind of idea that um basic shapes are just another way of communicating mm -hmm. absolutely yeah it's it's fun to you know consider uh how complex how complexity may arise you know out of simplicity and how simplicity may not be simplistic at all you know, it, it may be more complex than we see. So one of the components of the one of the spiritual experiences my wife and I had was this idea of just rudimentary data, you know, and how rudimentary data can spawn really complex data. 
you know, um, and it, from a, you know, consciousness perspective. And while that doesn't probably make sense from a computer science <laughs> standpoint, because I'm not a computer scientist, I know, I know quite a few. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's interesting to see consciousness as this organism of the universe that can propel itself in, in very creative and complex ways, you know, as long as one is willing to, um, you know, connect and, and to find how deep the rabbit hole may go. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this we love that. We love rabbit holes. We love black holes. We just <laughs> this is oh, it's fascinating. I mean, you, you were you're kind of answering on the next question, which we sort of had for you, which was what consciousness actually does mean to you. Um, how you, you know, what it means internally to you. You know, can you kind of answer that a little more? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I tend to see so. I'll talk about consciousness in relation to the soul. I see the soul as personality. Um, we use the term soul, we use the term, you know, energy, light body, whatever. I think the soul is, or consciousness in an individuated sense is, you know, uses bodies, uses, you know, different types of bodies, animal bodies, human bodies, whatever, to have experiences, you know, within this reality frame or within another reality frame. Uh, consciousness is eternal, you know, consciousness lives on, right? So when a a soul is done with a body, it moves on. I also see consciousness as a collective unit. Um, so I think you can talk about consciousness in an individuated sense, or you can talk about consciousness as a whole body of entities composed into one unit that are that have a sort of, um, I don't know, fundamental, uh, you know, fundamental purpose, if you will. So, so I, I also, and I also, I'm sorry, and I also think that consciousness is, uh, you know, I think that if you see the sort of individuation of consciousness, that could be, in a sense, if we are all a part of God, um, then that could be God breaking off into a component to experience something that God may not be able to experience at a certain level of, or a certain dimension or higher dimension of, of reality. Oh. That's great. So I'd love to just get in a conversation with you. Like, <laughs> keep going. I, I feel like that, that there could be some real interesting stuff that we could uncover. Like, oh, yeah. it's amazing. Oh, you know? it's fun stuff, oh. right? This is, this is who we are, right? This is <laughs> yeah. who we are. are here to explore. And, you know, whether or not, you know, it, this can be, you know, seen as having relevance or not, to me, it, it has relevance to me. And I try to caution people to, you know, with all these gurus and all these other, you know, voices in this kind con this consciousness conversation to, if it resonates with you, then use it, but also develop yourself, you know, and, mm -hmm. and find how you fit into consciousness. Because it's possible that all of our connections with God or source or whatever you want to call it are so unique that God could literally be this thing that could never be quantified by mm -hmm. humans because it is so vast and it is so complex. And it is like every every bit of consciousness, every soul is its own creative universe in a sense. That mm -hmm. that makes us so special in the grand sea of, in the grand scheme of things. It makes us extremely special. You know, and I hate that when people say you're not special, you're just another one. No, you're your own unique, you know, vibration of consciousness. And and I think we forget that in our modern society where everything is so expendable. And that's something we touched on in our in our last podcast that we just did. Um, we were talking about kind of finding your own way in the spiritual community and the spiritual sea of consciousness as you speak. Um, being able to 
not necessarily take everything on board that you hear, but have the self-awareness to take what resonates with you and build upon that something that is as unique as you are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's very important to take time to process and to be to be sober in how you think about things. I mean, it, you don't have to believe coming once again, coming from a very, you know, social doctrinal Christian background. Um, you don't have to believe and do what everybody tells you to believe and do. You know, this is your experience. and You're going to find your way no matter what. I truly believe that. <laughs> Check out our newly produced newsletter, My Periodical. We will shift periodically into your inbox. We will bring you some of the past two weeks topics, ideas, posts, and our general inner rumblings. Don't forget, we're on this journey together. <laughs> this is true. And you know, when you do find out that, uh, <laughs> you know, something maybe you, you, even if you're going through the bad, you know, the shadow parts of it, where it's yeah. like, yeah. hey, uh, even if you're going and saying, I don't really, uh, you know, resonate with that but you at the time you did at the time you were what you were aligned with that yeah. you had that going through you but you work through it and yeah. that's something we we talk a lot about that uh at my serenity is you know even if you're at that stage where you feel like it's the so dark you'll move through that and you'll integrate it you know i was talking about that in the podcast you integrate that experience yeah and that moves you even further yeah absolutely, absolutely. yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, like I was saying on, on my serenity, you know, you're, you, you sound like you've had quite a journey in your life. Um, would you say that you're still on your own inner journey right now? And is that coming in through your art? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the things that's been pointed out to me is that uh, Transmigration Series style is very sort of rudimentary. It's sort of subtle. You know, it's not super refined. Um, I do work as a professional graphic artist and illustrator. And a mm -hmm. lot of the work that I do during the day is actually very painterly and detailed and lots of values and lots of colors. Um, Transmigration is very, you know, rudimentary. You know, it's lines and it's shapes and it's structures. Um, I, yeah, I am very much exploring the energy of my journey through these sketches and drawings for Transmigration because... This is how I've always done it since I was a kid. I've been drawing and painting since I was three. And so for me, um, I see something in my mind, sort of a flash of inspiration. I put it on paper and then I can learn from it and then other people can learn from it as well. Um, and even in my academics, I had to, a lot of times I had to, because of my learning style, I had to draw things, you know, in order to be able to understand them because I just wasn't a very traditional standardized learner whatever that is I don't know mm -hmm. <laughs> what yeah. I was gonna say what's normal what's standard um, yeah, but yeah. I think I think we definitely understand what you're saying I'm way more analytical and Donna's way more creative and so all the ideas we have for the site I'm like I can't get this out of my head but I'm gonna tell you and then somehow it goes through Don's think machine and it comes out on paper and I'm like yes that's what I that's exactly what I wanted <laughs> um, and so definitely understand the process um, I wish that I had more art artistic talent but um, I've got Don so like I can just try <laughs> to do my best to describe um, everything to her um, so I was going to say something as well, too, because uh, you spoke of the shadow self for a minute. Uh, one of the things that I've been learning, and like I said, yes, I'm very much on my journey. I'm very much, um, I still see myself as a child in a lot of ways. And my experiences sort of reinforce this idea of souls being children. 
like children of the cosmos, you know, children of God, if you will. Um, and I, I don't see myself as a guru. I don't see myself as a very, uh, as a person to look up to, so to speak. Um, but I do feel like because of the unique aspects of my specific skill, skill, skill set, um, I am able to sort of share things that resonate with a lot of people. Um, and when you're talking about aspects of the shadow self and shadow work, I'm able to draw that out on paper, you know, or, or draw it digitally or whatever, you know, I, I use a many different tools. Um, and I can share that. And I don't know if you've seen the piece Scorpio Essence um, on my Instagram. Um, that is very much how I quantify the experience as a Scorpio, um, in a sense, in a, in a very, uh, shall I say, uh, uh, oh, generalized sort of way. Yeah, so it's oh. kind of like, yeah. So I'm so, looking at it right now. I'm looking yeah. at it. Yeah, so you, you, <laughs> you draw it, you paint it, and then you can actually sort of study it. And, you know, when you get it out of your head for a second, you look at it, you study it, you analyze it, you break it down, you scrutinize it. And then it gives you a different perspective by which to look at this specific aspect of your journey. So, yeah, I mean, the art aspects, which has always been with me, has been a great tool in helping me through my journey. And I'm still, I'm going to be on my journey until... My guides say I no longer on my yeah. journey. You know, that's just <laughs> we were just is. saying yesterday. We never want to be done with this journey. We never want to see the horizon. We always want to feel like we're we've got more to go. We've got more road to cover. Um, our spiritual journey is ever unfolding, and we don't we don't ever want it to come to an end. Um, on your site, I did see that you have some surreal meditation pieces. Can yeah. you talk to us a little bit about those pieces? Those are really spectacular. So I had a show, just a local show here in Vegas. Um, I think it was like 2012, I think, like 2012, 2013. Um, I was in this sort of space that was obvious. That series is way before transmigration. Um, I was in the space where I was trying to study the, um, uh, what is it? The, um, the mind, um, the subconscious mind just through visuals. In, in a in a purely creative, surreal kind of way. And um, if you look at that, and then you look at my Socrates series, and then you look at Transmigration, you can see a very logical progression. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole idea behind surreal meditations was literally just to take ideas and thoughts and feelings and put them into visuals. Um, and it, there's a book that I made called Visions of a Spiritual Mind. Some of these surreal meditations pieces are in there, and I have writings along with those as well. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's, it was really just kind of like the first step in that direction of going towards transmigration, really, you know? Yeah, I can see the, the progression from those both. I was actually looking at the book earlier. I was like, okay, I might want to pick this one up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it was a, it's a very cathartic, you know, sort of thing. I actually had my coming out message in the, at the last page of that book actually has my coming out message. So I presented oh, that book to my parents whenever I came out. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Right. That's wicked. Crazy stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I I want to ask you, what what artists are you inspired by? Do you have any favorite artists or anything mm -hmm. that you look at? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, William Blake was always very inspirational. I don't know if you know of any ah. William, William Blake's work. Uh, very much studying the soul and the expression of the soul you know, um, from a very classic sense of the word, sort of taking mythology and explaining that in very visual and poetic ways. Um, he's always an inspiration. I really like the Pre-Raphaelites, like 1800s, you know, the camera was becoming a big thing. And so the mm. Pre-Raphaelites were trying mm. to draw upon classicism 
Um, so like Dante Gabriel Rossetti is one of my favorites. Just his figures are very sort of elongated and sort of surreal in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like a lot of, I mean, I grew up on anime also. So there are a lot of old school anime directors <laughs> that I really like. Yoshiaki Kawajiri is one of them. Um, I mean, I like a lot of dark stuff. You, you know, some of my work has a lot of shadow elements in it. Um, and then, you know, Alex Gray, all of the, all of the psychedelic artists like Alex Gray. I mean, come on, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yes. there's, a, there's another guy that I really like. His name's Colin Prawl. I, I think that's how you say his name. And he's doing some really cool, he's sort of uh, psycho environments. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Um, I'm actually not into psychedelic work that much. I just, it just so happens <laughs> that Transmigration Series just happens to be that. <laughs> like that. <laughs> it happens. Um, so we always put everyone on the spot. We love hearing what our guest would describe as what serenity means to them. Serenity, serenity, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> for me, that actually means that you're in a place of acceptance. And I find that in those moments when I am alone, it could be late at night, it could be 12 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m. in the morning when I'm alone, I'm sitting by myself and I'm aware of my of my consciousness, my connection with the collective consciousness. And I'm aware of my soul, my consciousness all by itself. Um, I find this state of peace, this, uh, interesting element of how one might express how they feel about just being in general. Mm -hmm. Um, I I find that if you can just sit still and know that you are, that in my opinion is how you find that serenity, that serenity. And that serenity Mm -hmm. is something that is not elusive as long as you can accept the fact that it isn't lots of money, it isn't you know, lots of friends, it isn't lots of acceptance. It's literally just understanding that you are an organism of the cosmos. You are, you are, you just are. That's what it is for me. It's a great way, great way of explaining it. Um, We we love hearing how everyone explains it. (laughs) Um, So Kamara, tell the listeners, (laughs) yeah, where they can find you online to find out more about your artwork and to, and to actually look at it. Yeah, so if you go to my website, my website is artsoldier77.com. That website's been around for a while, so it's, you know, it needs a serious facelift. Um, but you can kind of get a, a a larger spread of the sort of different personal projects that I've been working on for a while. And then my main sort of touchstone right now is my Instagram page, which is artsoldier77. It's at artsoldier77, A-R-T-S-O-L-D-I-E-R 77. Yep. All right. So, guys, just in case you didn't get that, you can see more of Kamara's amazing artwork on her website, which is artsoldier77.com, or follow her on Instagram under the same name, artsoldier77. She's also got prints available at society6.com slash artsoldier77. I urge you guys, really, do yourself a favor. If you want to see something really really unique and really interesting go over and look at Kamora's Instagram and send her lots and lots of love and we thank you so much for having uh, the time to take and talk with us today thank you so much I, I, I'm so honored to be on your show thank you so much thank you stay connected with us on the web via our site mysolrenity.com follow us on Instagram for inspirational posts at my.solrenity on Facebook as mysolrenity 
We're also on Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest, and Quora. Subscribe, follow, like, and do all those things that make your soul happy.